on this episode of the Junior Wakefield Show, I have the bestest S guest ever, Todd Bowman. I believe everyone has greatness in them. As a personal trainer, it's my goal to get people to push themselves and to see the greatness in them that I see. And some people have stories so great, so incredible, I felt the need to share them with the world. Join me as I sit down and talk with some of the people who define greatness in our generation. This is the Junior Wakefield Show. Welcome to the Junior Wakefield Show. I'm Junior Wakefield, and my special guest today, I have been, we've been friends for over a decade, and we crack up, and you'll find out why we crack up. If anybody's familiar with this young man, welcome, Todd Bowman. Young man, wow. Can we like, can we get that in a big highlighted title? I like that with most bestest, what does it say? Most bestest guests to ever exist. Man, you know how to make a guy feel special, Junior. We're about to see. <laughs> we are about <laughs> to see. Boy, when we were coming up with this, it was like, oh my goodness. But that's the fun part. That's the fun part. It's about being fun. It's about having fun. And you and I have thought, boy, we've go, we go back. We go back. We go back. And we go back when kids were a lot smaller than what they are now. Mm-hmm. So, yep. which is amazing. But uh, it's funny. Our paths did not cross during the saltgrass days. Now, you dodged that bullet somehow. No, you, you know, I, I, w- I was at 10 different stores or more. And missed, and missed you the and whole time. And somehow, our, yeah, just. And I was there over, over, over a year, you know, which is amazing. I don't know how we missed it. Maybe at the times that you came in or sometimes in that or wherever, it was, uh, I was off or something. But I was there with Dwayne Snyder. So shout out to Dwayne the Snyder. The man, the myth, the legend. There you go, Dwayne Snyder. Now, Todd, since the saltgrass days, mm. what have you been doing? Since the saltgrass days. So I think it's been a little over six, six years, six and a half years, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. So it's been a while. Uh, did the saltgrass thing for 17 years. Wow. 17 years. 17 years. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Crazy. Now, how did it feel your first day away from saltgrass? Scary. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that decision to, to leave the, the service industry for really a different kind of service industry, if you Most will. Most definitely. You know, so it's still service industry. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was, you know, when you think about it, you, you build a career, you, you bust your butt uh, for 17 years to try and provide for your family in a certain way, and you mm-hmm. feel like that's the plan, that's the whatever, and it's a, hey, whatever you need, wherever you need it, I'm in, I'll do it, let's go make it happen kind of a, kind of a guy. And, and to take that, that comfort and kind of, it's like jumping out of a plane kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm not brave enough to jump. I'm out not of a brave plane, enough to jump out no, of a plane we're not either. Do that. But you were in the service industry, like you said, for 17 years, and you were at many different saltgrasses. Your wife was in the service industry, also, right? She was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you meet any good restaurant manager uh, who's married. Uh, you just, I love to just ask them, like, what restaurant did you meet your wife at? Because that's pretty much pretty, what what happens. That's so. pretty much what that is actually pretty much what happens. Now, when you made the switch, and we're about to we're about to tell what you do here shortly, you made the switch. How tough was it to make that switch? Because you had to talk to your wife. Shout out to Crystal. Uh, Beautiful. You had to talk to your wife. How did that go? You know, the talk with with Crystal was great. That was the easiest part 
mm-hmm. the whole thing. You know, um, when you take a step where you leave a certain level of financial security and um, trajectory, and Sawgrass treated us great. Um, you know, when you when you leave that, you would think that there's um, from a, a wife's perspective, because women a lot of times they really need security and they need mm-hmm. they need to know, hey, I'm I'm gonna be taken care of, kind of a thing, and. Um, we didn't have that. I wasn't offering that with that that shift. Um, but she was great. She was incredibly supportive. I think the biggest challenge for, for that was it took me a long time to make a decision mm-hmm. of what I wanted to do. I mean, it was months of conversations and interviews and thinking, oh, do we do this? Do we not do this? Can we do this? Can we not do this? And she was just basically like, look, like I will follow you to the end of the world. But you need to make a decision, and you need to make a plan. And whatever that plan is, I support you, but you need to make a plan. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Now, now you heard that in in relationships. You got your, if you call her new wave, I've learned it from my sons. You have a ride-or-die chick, which is Crystal. Oh, yeah. Because she has your back. Mm -hmm. And she just said, you make the decision, and let's go. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So now... And I did not. Now, if you guys heard that, you heard that I did not turn my phone off, and I'm not going to stand up and turn it off. So, if anybody starts calling me, I do apologize about that. Now, I'm ADD. I think everybody should just start everybody texting, just text and calling, texting you calling you right, right now, now at this moment. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So now, Todd, what do you do now? So I'm a pastor now. You are a pastor. I'm a pastor now. Now you went from working numerous shifts at Saltgrass to become a pastor. That was your calling. Crazy, huh? No, actually, I, knowing you, it's not. Aww. Knowing you, it's not. But you're still in the service industry. Yeah, very much so. That's that's amazing. And you're still doing everything that you did in the restaurant is you're serving and you're helping people. Yeah, I'm just not in a walk-in cooler at 5 a.m. anymore <laughs> uh, counting chickens, and, chickens and that kind of thing. But, you know, there's there's a beautiful thing about the service industry mm-hmm. that that correlates to man it translates into so many other industries all all you service industry people out there if you can do the service industry you can do pretty much anything anything that anything. is true that and, is true uh, and when you think about that that industry it's all about um, creating an environment and experience where people can be comfortable people can grow people can connect relationally all those things happen in the restaurant world right that is true. All those things, if you're doing ministry right, uh, happen in that world too, or you're, you're helping break down barriers that keep people uh, from experiencing healthy relationships, helping pe- break down barriers that keep people from experiencing God and understanding how much God loves them. Oh, so that's incredible. Rather than letting them experience a nice steak, you're letting them experience, experience God. Which is more of what everyone needs. Yeah, but a good steak, man. I'm not going to knock that either. Hey, I'm, no, listen, <laughs> a, a, good, a good steak is good. A saltgrass steak is good because lived off of saltgrass steaks for a long period of time. But the way the world is, most people can't afford the steaks. Hmm. But you don't have to afford God. No. In fact, you can't pay the price, right? There you go. Yeah. So tell us about what you do now. Yeah, so the journey uh, for my role, you know, is just how how that decision came about, I guess I'll step into that. Or how much time do we have? We hang out for a couple of days or an hour? Or we ain't hanging out for a couple of days, but yeah. that, when so Andrew starts waving, he'll tell he'll us. Start when, waving he'll, he'll start waving. Yeah, he'll start waving. You'll see exactly. my hands go uh, waving everywhere. Wait, yeah. and Andrew, and Andrew, Andrew, what is your title? Because nobody really sees him recently, but what's your title? Uh, my title is uh, the 
voice of God. And in fact, if you uh, if you direct your eyes over to the screen, the computer doesn't lie. Yeah. It's, um, wow. It knows. It knows. You know, I I've, I've never heard God's audible voice before. <laughs> yeah, uh, I always envisioned it um, sounding a, a little different, but you know, hey, um, that, that could be it. I like that it. could be that yeah. could be. You it. take what you can get. <laughs> you take what you get. I always think I, it's funny. I I was thinking back in the days uh, being young, it was like, man, that most deep voice was that James Earl Jones voice, and you'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. So, but we got a different one. So. That was our ADD moment. Uh, we should have a sponsor for the ADD moments of the show. Like, this ADD moment was brought What'd to you, you by... <laughs> what was it brought to you? by the voice of God? No, but anyway. There oh, my, there goes my there, phone again. Everybody's text. starting to that call. That was a go. message from like above. It. That was a message. It was like, y'all better stop playing. I like so, it. Okay, well, go ahead. So get so, back into what you... So the, the decision, you know, Crystal was great on it, but I, I think for me, uh, there was a lot of obstacles to, to overcome in that decision. Like, first off, I never imagine that's what I would end up doing. And, uh, you know, way before I ever, you know, was offered the opportunity to even think about being a pastor, uh, every now and then a dream would pop into my head. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, you, because, so about me, man, I, I had been out of church for a decade. I, as soon as I was old enough to start skipping church, I was skipping church. Mm -hmm. I didn't even do a church until I met my wife, got married, had a kid, decided it was time to be grownups and start checking mm -hmm. out church again. And, uh, and God just started to grow uh, inside of me. And, you know, every now and then a little dream would pop up. Oh, you like this, you know, ministry thing and helping people, you know, grow closer to God. Maybe you should think about being a pastor someday or whatever. And every time I had that dream, Junior, like I dug a six-foot hole. I threw that dream in there. I buried it. I lit it on fire. I was like, there is no way uh, that I ever want to do that or even could do that or even mm -hmm. worthy of doing that. You know, it's like... Uh, when 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 they finally approached me, our, our church did, and, and asked me like, "Hey, um, you know, will you interview to be a pastor or whatever?" Like, like every sin I ever committed, I think flashed before my eyes in some epic movie yeah. montage. Uh -huh. you know, it was a really uh -huh. long montage. There's a lot to go over. <laughs> We've that. all been through there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but you know, I, I said there's no way I'm worthy of that role. Um, but. I kind of made a deal with God, and you know how those work out and never quite work out the way you think. And uh, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is true. I just said, you know, God, I know I'm not worthy to be a pastor. You can't use me like that, but you can still use me. And so I said, hey, use me in my family. Use me in my workplace. Use me in my neighborhood. And he did. He did some really cool things in, in all three of those areas. And, um, yeah, eventually one day, church just out of the blue asked me to interview for a for a role, or, and um, yeah, turned my brain into mashed potatoes, and <laughs> I had to get over, you know, that hurdle of, of feeling inadequate, mm -hmm. and I think to an extent, we'll always feel a little bit inadequate in everything we do. If we don't, then we're probably not pushing the, the needle far enough, but um, yeah, so yeah, I had a good uh, a good friend of mine that uh, had been a pastor at another place, and just called him and asked him, like, hey, dude, you know me. Do you, do you think, like, they're talking about me being a pastor. Are you are they crazy? And I'll never forget what he said. He said, um, he said, one, I know that church, and if they feel like you have what it takes to be a pastor, then you're going to be great. He said the other thing was that insecurity that you're feeling right now. He said eventually that's going to morph into a really cool, humble confidence. 
and uh, I'm, I'm in that journey or that process. I'm not there yet, but it's uh, it's been a cool journey. Now, so for everybody that's watching, I don't want you to think that he was working a shift at Saltgrass, and then all of a sudden, the next day, they just asked him to be a pastor. What I, what I want you to expand on a little bit was you were involved with the church while you were at Saltgrass. You were doing Bible studies at the house. You were doing group things at your house, right, in your neighborhood and different things like that. So when people saw that and when people know you and people get to know you, you just have a way of just wanting to help somebody. You have a way of encouraging and motivating and strengthening and building and so and so forth. And there's a list of many more attributes that we can go on about. With that, you may not have saw what everybody else was seeing, but you fit the role perfectly. Wow. You know, you did. So everything that you, if you go back and you look at everything that you've done, the, uh, the way that you are, the way that your involvement was in the church, and the way that you you connected with so many people, I think that was a natural fit. And you also think about your work ethic of what your work ethic was at Saltgrass, the where they used you. Now, wait, didn't you win an award or something at Saltgrass? Man, we don't need to talk about. <laughs> we just went back in that. So that I mean, we're, we're, we we have the base and we have the character. Sure. So didn't you wear? Didn't you win an award? And yeah. not to now, let me say this. Everybody at Saltgrass doesn't win this award, right? How many Saltgrass stores do you remember? I don't know, man. I got to be a part of Saltgrass, like, in its growth and blowing mm -hmm. up. Like, when I started, there were seven stores. There were seven, seven stores. Seven stores. And then when I left, it was over 50. So, See, oh, so, oh, so over yeah. 50. So what was that award so we can get over that real quick? What was the award you won? We don't need to get into. No, too late now. The question's award. already been asked. It's, it was just like a, a general manager of the year award. Oh, wait, thing. But that uh, was like just, a team award. Just that said, was for. He just said a general. Oh, it was just like a general manager of the year award. That was for like that. the the whole team. That award is like a the that's that store that team was really special. Okay. And they did some incredible. That's things. why you're in the position that you're in on the journey that you're on because of being humble. And you have to think about it. You won an award about being the GM of the year for a company that is still growing and expanding, that is still moving forward, and they use you as an example of what other what they want other managers to be. Bam. Boom. I won. I won my case. That was it. Second of all, you're, you're a pastor. Boom. I won my case, too. There Boom, you go. There you go. Well, so, which is good. It's your I don't show. even know what we're talking about now. Know, we might as well forget it. We might as well forget it. How long have you been married? Uh... 18 years in November was our 18-year anniversary. Crystal, call in or ding my phone if that's it's if that's correct. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and you have two kids. You have two boys, two awesome boys. God knew I wasn't like mature enough to handle daughters or smart enough to handle daughters, so uh, gave me two boys. So and your yeah. boys, what? How old are they? Uh, Noah is 17. He's a senior in high school. I know, right? You knew him when he was like, yes. like this. And you were around when Jack was born. My, yep. my youngest is 11. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. yeah. 17 and 11. Yeah. Now, where are they going to school at? Uh, so Noah's at uh, Wiley East, senior year. And uh, he's, you know, in that whole college thing, trying to decide what that looks like. And um, been accepted to a few schools. And I think he's narrowed it down to A&M. Or, or Baylor. Oh, really? So those are kind of his, his top two that he's kind of going back and forth. So it'll just depend on on the money and uh, the 
all that stuff because I don't make what I used to make. <laughs> That's another part of this. Wrong. It's a little bit of a pay cut involved, but you know, there, there you go. It's all good. And also, he'll be close by within within hours of driving for uh, Crystal. Yeah. Just to make sure, boy, oh, yeah. that's gonna that's but gonna be incredible. I'm so proud of that dude. He has worked so hard. Uh, he's he's incredibly smart, but he's also really disciplined, mm-hmm. and um, he's put in the work. And so, I look forward to what he what he does moving forward. Ooh, for the next level. Oh, that's yes. incredible. So now, when you talk, we talked about Saltgrass, won an award, check. Talked about being a pastor, check. What do you see now in today's world? Oh, I know that's a tricky one. I, I, I didn't, go, I didn't, man. I didn't, I didn't jump on a certain subject. Yeah, no. But I, I just it. put a, a a wide thing out there, and yeah. I just want you to kind of hit that. And and I say, and I say this, not that we have to specifically get on anything. It's about uh, what's some what's some encouraging words or motivation or strength that you can give, especially in the times that we're living in. Yeah. So I think the most wow, you want me to do encouraging words. Um, I don't know that I'm 100% ready for encouraging words to be the best words for me mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the, the biggest encouragement is um, that we're learning right now Ooh. as a society, as a culture, as a, as a country. We're, we're learning, mm-hmm. and, and there's, some, there's some growing pains with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, for me, 2020, it, it kind of got, there's so much stuff going on with you know, it's COVID, race relations, politics, you name it, right? And um, and it almost became like this joke of like, well, 2020 is just this 2020, right? It's so 2020. Well, you know what? The calendar flips. It's 2021. You look around and not that much has changed. Not that much has changed. Not You're that right. much has changed. And so I guess my encouragement would be um, I'm hopeful that that recognition that not that much has changed because of a calendar flip, that the change really needs to come from us. Mm-hmm. And the change really needs to come from our creator. Mm-hmm. And I don't get too preachy or anything, but it's, uh, I think it's important for us to recognize um, what, what our roles are and our responsibilities to, to make our communities a better place, to make our, our country a better place, make a, a place where people can have empathy and understanding and care for each other and listen wow. to each other and, um, yeah, and move forward in a positive way. I think we've seen a lot of what doesn't work. Oh, that's a, boy, that's a good one. I, you know, in, in, in saying that, we've seen a lot in, in the way society is, in the way how people try to express their opinions in the wrong way. And it's one of those that hopefully we learn from the mistakes and say, hey, let's do this in a different way. Because I think what it, one of the things that, that I've learned the most, it starts at home. If you start at home, then that's when you can start you know, reaching out and going from there. But you have to make sure that that base and stuff is started at home. Mm-hmm. And that's one, of the, that's one of the things that I've learned, especially in this society, because those are the ones that you spend most of the time with. Those are the ones that you talk to. I think it's incredible when you talk about your, your kids and, and, and being firm in their foundation and ready to move to the next level, which is awesome. That's what we wish for, for all of our kids yeah cool and i say that on the the home thing i'll add to that you know you talk a lot about friends or family and uh i think that's even more critical and important in this season is who, who you invite into that family unit beyond mm-hmm. just what's in that home oh. and and is there is there diversity there is there room for people that see the world differently and think differently mm-hmm. that we can learn from and grow from and, and share about it and so yeah I'm, I'm a big proponent of 
um, making sure we're listening to each other. Most definitely. Well, Todd, you have any shout outs you want to give out to anyone? Shout outs. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, you got to start with Crystal, the most amazing. If I'm the most bestest uh, guest ever, most bestest guest to ever exist, wow, uh, <laughs> then Crystal would have to be the most, more betterest wife to ever exist. So shout out to Crystal. Uh, shout out to Noah. Shout out to Jack. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's good for me, man. There you go. There you go. Well, good. Well, you know, I've known, as I said, I've known Todd for a long time. I give a shout out to to Todd and shout out to Crystal and shout out to his family. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing family. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. We're not even friends. We're family. So that's one of the things I look at there. Uh, of course, my shout outs, they're always going to go to my son, Zachary. Um, the cancer is is a pain in the behind. There's other words that I would like to use. Uh, 2021, we're, we're hoping to have some better results. Um, so I give a shout out to him. Give a shout out to my dad. Dad, you know, we hope that your health uh, continues to keep getting better, growing every day. Uh, give a shout out to the family. Give a shout out to everybody that actually that's watching the Junior Wakefield show, who supported the Junior Wakefield show, all the past guests on here. Uh, give a shout out to Andrew, my producer. And Andrew usually doesn't talk on the Junior Wakefield show, but this is the one time uh, because tomorrow is his last day and you have to watch the Junior Wakefield show tomorrow because he is the special guest. So, but I'm going to give a shout out to Andrew. Andrew and I have, we've gone through this journey. We've gone through this and uh, I've learned so many things from Andrew. And so, Andrew, I just want to give a shout out to you and say thank you very much for all that you've done and all that you continue to keep do. Good luck to you uh, at your next journey, next job. Next job. That's crazy. But anyway, and uh, if anybody want to pitch in uh, 25 cents per that we can give Andrew, and I'm joking. I'm joking on that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, there's no, there's no need for that. But thank you for the very, very kind words, Junior. That It really does mean a lot to me. Well, appreciate it. Well, appreciate it. Well, we will have you on camera tomorrow. Um, Todd, any last closing words that you want to give on the show? Man, I love you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to hang out. I, I, I love what you're doing, where you're bringing people in and you're helping people talk through stuff. And I mm -hmm. think the better we can do as a, as a culture, as a community of, of talking through stuff, um, the better off we're all going to be. Most definitely. You're I mean, part of that. Todd, I mean, Todd, you're, you and I are like salt and pepper. We're like black and white. We're like Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> We're like, uh, what is it, Poncherello chips? Well, I'm, I'm probably talking about shows that people don't even recognize anymore. Um, so thank you very much for being here. This was awesome. I look forward to having you back. Maybe we can get you and Crystal on the show. That would be awesome. That, that would be great. So thank you very much for being here. Andrew, thank you. Thank you guys out there for watching the Junior Wakefield Show. Hey, guys, stay tuned. We're getting ready to do What's on Your Plate, where Todd gets to try my food. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And you guys have a great day. I'm Junior Wakefield, along with my special guest, Todd Bowman, and my producer, Andrew. You guys have a great day.